Hey guys, welcome back to the Day Drunk Show. I'm Nick, and I'm here with Gabe as always, and then we have a special guest named Joey Jansen. A special guest who said he would be here every week about you know, a month or two ago, so... You know, yeah, they, started, they started the first one without me, I was on leave, and then I come in, and I just missed one or two, that's it. That's all I've been able to miss. Excuses. Yeah. Anyway, today, we're going to be going over... The Cuban Missile Crisis. No, that is not <laughs> correct. Um, we will Wait. be going over Trump's impeachment. Uh, uh, at least that one. Thus far. Because um, obviously it's still ongoing. Um, the Cuban Missile Crisis has been over for decades. Or so yep. you think. That's what they Way want more you to think. Um, so anyway. Um, yes. The impeachment. So I think that you should start with the fact that the impeachment is not like the actual act of being kicked out or um, um yeah it's like an entire the act of being long... convicted it's the act of being investigated and it impeached right it's impeachment is something that uh is more than just like a, a single event it's more of a uh process i guess than what a lot of people think uh, they think impeachment and they're they think trial or they think getting kicked out um but that's not Which, necessarily what it means yeah it and to be fair i mean and when i was younger i was like oh impeachment is being kicked out because why the fuck would you have a special word for it no, but what, we were we were all like pretty young yeah, i'm sure when everyone at Clinton some point thought impeached. yeah exactly um and the only thing that I really took away from that was he got a blowjob at the time. Um, little, like, eight-year-old me, um, not even eight-year-old me, like six-year-old me, had no idea <laughs> what, what it, is a blowjob, mom. Any of it meant. And um, how do I do it in the White House also? I do wonder, like, how many people... When, have gotten like, a blowjob in the White House? No, like, how many people... Yeah. Asked their parents what a blowjob was, or what oral sex was, um, or what the definition of is is. Um, but yeah. I can't imagine like parents back then having to have conversations with their kids. God they, damn <laughs> this president! Like, what do you, what do you, what do you tell your like ten-year-old that Bill Clinton did? Um, um, but any, yeah. anyway, I mean, that would be a hard one to tackle. A little bit, but, <laughs> but, the point, but the point is, a lot of people don't understand um, what impeachment exactly is, other than it's getting kicked out of office. Um, so the Constitution lays out the process um, to remove the president from office, which is what impeachment is. Um, it's a process. Um, the House of Representatives... Um, has the sole power to begin the process of impeachment, although um, in the case of Nixon, it was actually the Senate that started the hearings um, to investigate. However, the House of Representatives is the one that has to decide whether or not the president is going to be tried. So they usually the process goes, there's some committee um, that holds hearings to investigate that um, that committee then drafts an article of impeachment 
the House of Representatives votes on it, all they need is a simple minor or majority, which just means um, 51% or whatever. But to actually uh, convict, they need a supermajority, right? Right. So then if they vote that, yeah, we're going to impeach them, then the Senate takes over. The Senate acts as a jury. Um, it's presided over um, by the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. And then uh, they decide if he should be removed from office and convicted. If they decide that, they need a supermajority. So three-quarters of the Senate has to vote. Um, and then if they vote to convict, um, the president gets removed from office and the vice president takes over. Okay, so uh, I think we should just start at like the beginning of this whole process, which really you could just say, let's start at Trump's election. No, yeah. Um, because that's kind of where they started the talks of it. They're like, fuck it, we're going to get it. In essence, the whole time he's been in, they've been looking for some way to impeach him no, via the Russian collusion or uh, now it's the Ukraine thing, which we'll go into a little bit more detail about both of those. Yeah, literally from the, from the first month, within the first month, you had <coughs> um, Democrats in the House uh, saying that we need to impeach this guy. It's, he hasn't really done anything yet because he's only been in office for a month, but let's try and impeach him anyway, um, which I think is why a lot of people now are like, these guys are just trying to remove him and overthrow an election because if this process had just started, you wouldn't probably hear as much of that. Of that. But since they've been saying it since day one, it's like, all right, you just want to overturn an election. Um but yeah, basically, they, uh, Representative Green, Al Green, and uh, Representative Sherman, they started drafting these articles of impeachment back um, as soon as, or as early as June of 2016. So just six months after he took office. So and the what Democrats they didn't have been think trying. about is that they didn't hold the House at the time. <laughs> no, and they didn't. So like, <laughs> of course, every Republican is going to be like, nah. And actually, what they did <laughs> was. Uh, whenever they got done drafting the articles of impeachment, the, the House Republicans were like, you know what, let's investigate Hillary Clinton's emails instead. So they changed it to that because Republicans still controlled the House. So um, I think the takeaway anyway, is don't try and pull some sneaky shit when you don't control the House. No, and you don't even have like close to being like, it's not like you just have to turn like one or two Republicans in your favor. You have to like turn like 30 Republicans in your favor. And yeah. That's not <laughs> Do you think they're willing to bet their career on you impeaching over collusion? That is, uh, I mean, it would be too no, hard I, to prove one way or the other. And Trump's a very like retaliatory person. Like, if one of those Republicans would have been like, "Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna do this," and then if it would have failed, look at what Trump does to like um, Comey, <laughs> Mitt Romney, Comey, all these guys that like he thinks on his, is on his side and then they turn against him and they say bad things about him. And then it's just, and then all of like Trump's like supporters are like, yeah, Mitt Romney's the worst, even though they probably voted for him in 2008 <laughs> or 2012. Sorry. Um, yeah. I mean, there's, 
Yeah, there's no uh, if you're going to go against Trump, you better be. And now is probably a better time to do it. And that's why they're able to do it now is because the Republicans no longer hold control. So and I still think that uh, they still had to get a few to come over, if I remember correctly. But I mean, I don't see this one going anywhere. I, I read through the transcript of the Ukraine investigation and either he knew exactly what to say and what not to say or he just got really lucky and never directly mentioned it um so this is one of those things where trump is very smart and if he's doing illegal shady shit and he's not gonna come out and never illicitly say it yeah he never you have to infer and a lot and if you read it you have to infer a lot because yeah and you're not going to convict somebody on inferring what their motives are um and it doesn't matter like they're doing hearings right now in the house and it doesn't matter how many people you have coming and saying trump probably meant this because you unless you have trump saying i meant this yeah it's it's very hard yeah it's very hard to uh nail them for it what i think is probably going to happen is they're going to pin all of this on um Rudy Giuliani, and he'll probably go down, um, and then Trump will pardon him like he probably will pardon everybody else once he's either reelected or during that time period between he didn't get reelected, but he's still president until January. Yeah, uh, I mean, I agree. So do you, do you want to go into the... The initial impeachment over the... Uh, we kind of went over that. So we'll go more into the Ukrainian part, which is what I love. Uh, yeah, and this yeah, is the part the I've actually paid more actually, attention to. Yeah, because it's the stuff that they're actually like trying to catch them on. It's not the like Russian yeah. collusion and all that. That's just... It's not background. the fuck we lost. How are we going to get out of this one now? It's it, Yeah. Yeah, it's the, like all the Russian obstruction and collusion stuff was um, their original attempt to like get Trump to um, be kicked out of office. And when that failed, um, which you could argue it didn't fail, but um, the fact that Mueller won't say specifically, yeah, Trump broke the law um, doesn't help their cause any. So now they're going after this um, Ukraine phone call. Um, Let's see. So the... Uh, have you read through the transcript of the call with the Ukrainian president? Yeah. So at, at no point does he really mention withholding aid or uh, giving aid or not giving aid. He's very, to me, honestly, it seems like he knew exactly what he was doing. So maybe he did. Maybe that was his intention. If you can't prove it, who fucking cares? But you you kind of get the hint there like, hey, man, like people help each other out, you know, like investigate. Yeah investigate this fucker hunter biden dude which is hunter biden fantastic class act american uh his dad got him a commission position essentially in the u.s navy reserves a reserve officer uh but more importantly uh his dad got him a waiver for not only age but for drug involvement and drug charges and then this motherfucker gets popped with cocaine that he claims uh came from a cigarette that he was given and uh, unknowing to him, it was laced with, uh, with cocaine, which I mean, that's what I do with my cocaine is I put it on cigarettes and then give it to other people. Yeah. And this is also the dude that when his brother died of cancer, he he hooked up with his wife 
and then cheated on her. So he hooked up with his sister-in-law after his brother died and then cheated on her. So basically this dude is not a very good person. Yeah, if you can't figure it out, the, the Hunter Biden is a total piece of shit. Uh, I And I think the the hey investigate hunter biden is really another one of those like let me undermine joe biden and be like hey this dude's sh- son is a total piece uh, of shit no the reason why you investigate this specific company and this specific person is because joe biden is running for president at the time you're making this phone call in july he's your biggest competition um he's leading all the polls and um this coming out has really hurt joe biden he's dropped in a lot of the polls um he's in third or fourth place in most of them now um so this is having the effect that trump intended it to have on joe biden however i don't think he meant for (laughs) any of this to like get out there um but there's no doubt in my mind he asked for this specific thing because he's trying to get dirt on his political opponents People have been doing it for years. Yeah, this isn't like a, it with the steel dossier. Like it's, it's not, not like a new thing. It's unique to Trump. Yeah, he didn't um, just figure this out. Like, well, I, I don't think that he is a dumb person. I'm sure he's not the first person to think of of political schemes. So, yeah. So this is one of those scenarios where do you believe when he mentions aid? Because he mentions aid, and then he talks about how. You know, you need to investigate your people to see if they interfered in the 2016 election. And then, like, a couple more sentences go by, and then he's like, oh, and also this this uh, Joe Biden or this Hunter Biden thing. Like, maybe you should check that out, too. Yeah. So you can infer that, hey, up here he's talking about this aid that hasn't got there yet. And then a paragraph later he's talking about, hey, like, maybe you can do me a favor. Um, so – I think that most people realize it was probably some kind of um, quid pro quo. Yeah, um, like an unspoken agreement. Like, hey, man, you want some right. shit? You got to do some shit. So, and, and now you have these hearings taking place where you have all these ambassadors and people that were on the phone call, listening to the phone call, um, coming out and saying, "Yeah, we all thought, like, we all knew what he meant." Um, but the problem with that is you still don't have definitive evidence, um, which in this case would only be <laughs> hearing Trump say, do this or you're not getting aid, which he did not say. Um, because why would you ever say that? That's such a ridiculous no, exactly. thing to expect especially someone to you know, say on a recorded phone call. Yeah, especially if you know people are listening into the phone call. Um, an important thing to note about the transcripts, though, is it's not a – direct recording they don't record phone calls um, between the president and um, international um, other presidents and ministers and things like that Um, what they do is they have people listening into the phone call um, usually one or two people um, and then they um, basically uh, jot down notes and try to get the phone call to be as accurate as possible so you have all these people trying to um keep up with the phone conversation and get it word for word and then afterwards um everybody that was listening into the phone call they compare notes and this is where the transcript comes from so 
the transcript isn't word for word. Um, some of it's paraphrasing, um, but most people, or I think everybody who listened in on the phone call agrees that the transcript is pretty accurate. Yeah, they probably were taking very detailed fucking notes, like, oh, shit, I might got some good shit for somebody. Yeah, um, and then you have, so you have this July 25th phone call of all this happening um, after the, afterwards, um, somebody was listening into the phone call. Um, nobody knows for sure who it was, but everybody thinks it's this Lieutenant Colonel um, <clears throat> Vinman, not to be mistaken with Mr. Vinman, because... He's a lieutenant colonel. Vinkman? Um, uh, Vindman. V-I-N-D-M-A-N. Uh, um, he was the... Uh, he works for the intelligence community. He's the top Ukraine um, expert for um, the uh, national intelligence. Um, so he works at the White House. He's one of the people that were in, in on the call. Um, but... Anyway, somebody who listened to the phone call told this other person who wasn't in on the phone call what had happened, what was said, and then this person filled out a um, complaint, a whistleblower complaint, and gave it to the IG. Nobody knows this guy's identity. Uh, uh, people know the guy's identity, but nobody's publicly really come out to say for sure who it is. Um, but he filled out this complaint saying, hey, <laughs> you guys should investigate this phone call, some shady shady shit went down um yeah and then it wasn't forwarded to congress despite the fact that it was supposed to um the uh director of national intelligence said that he was asked to not send it by the white house um but regardless eventually um it made its way there because the whistleblower met with um one of the congress people who then told him to talk to his lawyer and then Everybody got involved, and eventually this whistleblower complaint came out. Um, a couple days later is when Trump released the transcript, and around the same time is whenever the um, aid was released as well to the uh, to Ukraine. So basically, once it became once all this stuff became public, he was like, "Oh shit, I should probably send this aid to Ukraine," um, and then. This all happened in July and August, and then in September is when Pelosi was like, all right, fine, then we're going to impeach this guy, even though up until this point, she's been very, um, or she had been very reluctant and trying to I think for, him. yeah, I think for a good reason, too. Like, you don't want to do it a bunch of times and look like a fucking idiot. No, there's only so uh, many times you can cry wolf until people stop believing you. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I think justifiably it would be... Yeah, let's not fucking do this until we're sure we have something. And still, I mean, it's like, well, do they or don't they? It, it, this seems like, I mean, a shaky case, but not as bad as the Russian collusion. Uh, because that's just... There, there was no proof and no one was willing to say that there was, if there was anywhere anyway. Uh, uh, Joey, feel free to throw in like a butt fumble or something. Or at least like let us know you're still breathing over there. Well, you know, I'm not big into the politics, so I'm kind of letting you guys take it. And or uh, if, I, if I have something to throw in, I'll throw it in. No, what that's are good. You, just just let us know that you're still alive every like five or ten minutes. Like <laughs> men, I'll just, I'll just say I know I'm you're big alive. into men. Uh, I know that he likes St. Louis. 
And maybe he's quiet because the Broncos are terrible. Is that is that what's going on? Are you still sad about the Broncos throwing a huge lead? Well, you know, it's a little disappointing, but it's been a disappointing season. So ever since their Super Bowl win, they've just gone downhill. Uh, that kind of shit happens. So Disappointing fans for disappointing teams. Let's go into some other past disappointments, and we'll get into some of the uh, – Previous impeachment attempts, or I, yeah, I guess impeachment attempts is what we'll call them. Yeah, so obviously we should probably Everyone's start favorite. most recent because everybody, it's still, and at least if you're 29 or 25 and older, you you might remember um, the Clinton impeachment. Definitely, if you're closer to my age, 30, uh, you remember oh, it. Fuck. Um, so and. Famously started because Clinton got a blowjob in the White House, as we said earlier. But that's not what he was impeached for. So it's no, not like the, there's no law the official, saying you can't get your dick sucked in the White House because no, no one would that, ever want to be president if that were the case. That is what started the hearings, though, um, was inappropriate behavior in the White House, whether it affected his job. But what actually um, became the official reason was that he lied under oath to Congress about his infidelities. Um, yeah, like kind of what sealed the deal for him, more or less. No, and this was whenever he was like saying, "I need to know the definition of is is." Whenever he was asked if he had, um, <laughs> if oral performed or whatever, but all of this have, stuff happened. And the House actually voted to impeach, um, but the Senate voted to quit acquit because, like, who cares if he's lying about getting a blowjob, like? That's, There's really I mean, more important things. Um, if you haven't seen the Dave Chappelle stand-up where he talks about it, having being so powerful that getting your dick sucked makes another person famous is kind of a it's kind of a cool thing. I think that's like the coolest thing ever to me. I mean, not I mean, yeah, I still. And I mean, uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Hillary Clinton doesn't do the things that other women would do for Bill. So. Yeah. No, definitely not, and I don't know that I'd want Hillary Clinton doing the things. That oh, no, God, no. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, the Senate voted to quit because, like, there's way more important things out there. Um, a lot of people, like, can you imagine being president and you have all of this responsibility, and then people are like, but did you get a blowjob? Like, this is the most important. Let's focus all of your energy on this investigation onto whether or not you've got a blowjob. Meanwhile, like you're responsible for the economy, the national security, like you're responsible yeah. for all of the shit. And the only thing people care about and the only thing people want to talk about for like three whole years is whether or not you were getting blowjobs in the. And so that's office. the worst part is that's almost become his legacy. Uh, the the economy was uh, flourishing. Unemployment was at like 20 year lows at the time but so there's some other things that play into that i think that he gets a lot of credit for the economy when he shouldn't um yeah but the last time we had a surplus and we didn't have a deficit was under uh bill clinton um but he's all there's also other things he got done um but a lot of this stuff that he got done is before his second term whenever all this stuff happened but yeah so my problem with it isn't necessarily that he didn't uh do well as the president it's more that there's like some very strange underlying factors to why we would have been in that situation. And especially like, um, like in terms of unemployment and 
uh, like our debt at the time. Our debt isn't really, but so there was a, uh, it was the, is it something Texas versus Wade or I'll have to look up the name of it, but it was essentially the law that legalized abortions. And there's a study saying that it's from, uh, have you ever read or seen like the Freakonomics? It's a book and I think it was on Netflix at some point. Yeah. So about the time that he took president is when like uh, 20-ish years, 25-ish years after this was passed. And it it essentially said that a lot of those people who uh, – it's such a terrible way to put it. But people who were aborted in lieu of that becoming legal would have been in those kind of families or homes that usually lend to unemployment and crime and things of that nature. I mean, yeah. it's it's tying two things together kind of loosely, but it makes a little bit of sense. And uh, it's Roe v. Wade, not Texas v. Wade. I knew it was Wade. Um, but yeah, um, this is one of those cases where much like currently, it was very political. Um, they were impeaching him just to get him removed from office because they lost the election. Um, basically, exactly what's happening now. Um, the person that was the speaker of the house that was leading this investigation into Clinton getting blowjobs at the White House, literally, his name is Newt Gingrich. He was literally cheating on his wife who had cancer. Um, but he what was acting like this, this high, holier than thou, high and mighty congressperson that just wanted to make sure that the president wasn't doing um, nasty things in the White House. And that wasn't the case. He just wanted him out of office. Um, usually impeachments are a very political thing. It's usually fairly partisan. Um, even though in the case of Bill Clinton, you had House Republic or House Democrats going against him. But everybody at the time, this is the 90s, so everybody's like, oh, no, we're all super clean. None of us do anything bad. We're going to take down anybody who does get blowjobs because we're against that <laughs> um so but it, yeah it's very i am also thing. i am also against this for the record just want everyone to know <laughs> I'm on yeah yeah but yeah, only yeah, in you're... the white house and only for presidents yeah yeah anybody else yeah like if i could get a blowjob in the white house that should be totally okay yeah um, I think that if you're a president, you should be able to give blowjobs in the White House, but yeah. not take blowjobs in the White House. Yeah, no, I, um, yeah, I would take one. So let's go to probably the most famous. What will if you had to pick probably... any president to give you a blowjob, who would it be? Oh, my God. Mm. That's a, a very yeah, you tough. Didn't, you didn't think you were going to get that question today. When you woke no. up today, you did not think you would have to pick a president to get a blowjob from. Probably um, Teddy Roosevelt. Dude, his that's who I was going to say. His mustache might tickle me. Uh, I just think he would give you like a sweet blowjob, like on horseback. I, you would get yeah. an aggressive blowjob from Teddy for sure. Uh, yeah, he'd probably be very enthusiastic about it. Yeah. Jan Joey, what kind of – who would you get a blowjob from? See, I think I'd go Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln, mainly, mainly just for the beard. Could you imagine what his breast smells like? I don't want that on my dick. That's disgusting. Just, just because you grow Amish beards doesn't <laughs> mean right. you have to get a blowjob from somebody who grows you did, Amish you did, beard. You didn't need to go that way. All right, you didn't need to go that low. 
but you want Abraham to. So good to know you guys are fucking weirdos, except for Nick, because we chose the same president. Which, dude, Teddy is a good fucking pick. That dude, he would dress up in a cowboy costume and blow the life out of you. Yeah, I've never wanted there to be a woman president more, though, for this question in particular. <laughs> wow, I, uh, I just thought you were more progressive than that, Nick. Um, um, but all right, so then, would you want Hillary? Next, Let's go there. <laughs> no, I would still choose Hillary. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So right. the next Let's one, I'm it. way less versed in. Uh, I, yeah, I, we were both so, alive for the clean one. So we're talking about blowjobs. Um, so let's talk about Dick. Um, Dick Nixon. Richard, um, so he was never technically impeached. Um, but probably would have been. The further, the furthest it ever got in the process. Oh, yeah, he definitely would have. Um, the furthest it ever got was the investigations. Um, like I said, this actually started in the Senate, which makes it um, fairly unique um, because the investigations was, were happening um, in a by a Senate committee instead of a House committee. But uh, the House never even got to vote. Um, they never even got to draft an article of impeachment because during this investigation, um, Nixon just said, screw it, I'm going to release this White House tape and see how the public feels about it. And this is literally the, the, the tape that have him saying, yeah, I knew people broke into the DNC offices at Watergate in order to try and give us a, uh, the upper hand in the next election. Uh, so he's very clearly informed about the break-ins. Um, but like I said, the House couldn't even vote to impeach uh, because public opinion swayed heavily in his, uh, not in his favor. So he resigned. Um, he definitely probably, it's hard to tell because you never know how people are going to go, but he probably 95% sure would have got impeached um he didn't want that on his record so he was like i'm just going to resign before these guys can further investigate me and i actually get convicted of crimes and go to prison i mean with in all honesty like what what would you do yeah, yeah. i would do the same thing i would resign <laughs> yeah, you're like well fuck yeah i would resign yeah, guys, and still be a former president yeah and then i mean that's all anyone knows him for, but the dude is still president. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, and I'm sure that guy, shit like this happens, but it's probably I think that everyone learned since then. Like, don't let yourself get caught on tape and like, yeah, go fucking. No, this is, I know this, this shit happened. This is like the precursor to Trump being smart enough to not directly say what he wanted. Um, Who would have thought? He does this. He does this all the time. Um, basically, every scandal that they've come up with. Everybody that they've convicted that worked with the president, they were they've a lot of them had all said, um, yeah, the president wanted this to be done, so I did it. Um, but there's and no it's probably proof. always true. Yeah, no, and it is, but it's one of those things where, like, like whenever Stormy Daniels um, got paid off, his it was technically his lawyer that paid her off using campaign finance or campaign money. It wasn't Trump. But probably what happened was Trump was like, hey, make this go away, which isn't illegal. Yeah. Like, you know, do whatever you have to. Um, yeah, make this go it, away could mean all kinds of things. No. And then Cohen decided to pay her off using campaign money. Um, 
And then Trump probably retroactively figured out what he did and was like, oh, shit, I better pay the campaign back, um, which is probably what happened. Um, uh, and but he he's has very, the money, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, he's, he's very good at, like, not having... Yeah, not getting caught with, like, blood on your hands. Like, you do... Exactly. Being caught, being like, yo, handle my business is way different than being like, please pay Stormy Daniels off with campaign funds so she stops talking about this shit. Like, right. those are and two different conversations that mean the same thing. Yeah, and he did the same thing with Paul Manafort, which was one of his campaign advisors whenever he went to Russia and was like, hey, Russia, it'd be cool if you helped us. Um, and then he got hit for for doing that. But Trump was like, I never told him to do that. That was him on his own. Like, what? Um, I think, I think this, this is the is first happen. I've heard it all. I think this is going to happen with Rudy Giuliani, where Trump is like, hey, I told Rudy Giuliani to like investigate these guys, and he took that to mean, let's withhold aid. Um, yeah. So I, I would... I didn't even know this was, was person, going on. If I was a person that worked for Trump, I would quit. Like, there's a reason why most of his cabinet members have quit. Um, pretty much that. everybody... Yeah, everybody except for Pence pretty much has quit his cabinet, <laughs> um, or a, a lot of his appointee appointees have quit. Um, but yeah, Nixon is probably the reason why Trump is very careful because Nixon yeah. was not careful, and Nixon was like knowingly being recorded and saying this shit because he was like, "Yeah, I'm untouchable. I'm the president." Yeah, which. I mean, to an extent, you can kind of get away with some shit like that until it's caught, like, straight up recorded on camera, recorded on a phone call. It's really hard to dispute shit that you have said and is recorded. So there's probably some shit I've said in here, and I'm going to get fucked for it one day, but fuck it. I'm not the president yeah. of shit. Um, yeah, I'm never going to run for elected office, so. Ah, fuck no. Do your worst. Like, what are you, you going to do? Attack <laughs> you going to attack me on I Twitter? Will. Oh. I will never get to host the Oscars, son of a bitch. God yeah. forbid I make some jokes. Uh, oh. So let's go into one that Nick was alive for based off his beeper <laughs> and horse and wagon he keeps at home. Uh, so Andrew Johnson. Yeah, the closest we've ever gotten to actually impeaching and convicting and throwing out of office is Andrew Johnson. Um, Andrew Johnson. This, uh, this is where the supermajority comes into that we were talking about earlier, right. it, which um, is hilarious so andrew johnson was uh abraham lincoln's vice president he took office whenever uh clinton or whenever lincoln uh was assassinated lincoln is famous for having his cabinet of adversaries or whatever where he disagreed with them all the time but he was like screw you guys i'm going to do whatever i want but the problem was whenever he uh <laughs> got assassinated johnson took over um, Johnson started firing everybody that um, <clears throat> the that Lincoln had appointed, and Congress was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! You can't just take everybody out that you disagree with." Like these people were appointed by Lincoln and approved by us, um, so they came out with this thing called the Tenure of Office Act, which basically said you need our the you need Senate approval to fire somebody that we. Uh, approved to be appointed. Um, so it was passed. And then um, the reason, main reason why it was passed was because Johnson was trying to fire the um, Secretary of War. And um, 
Congress really liked him. So they were like, nope, can't do it. We're impeaching you because you um, went against the Tenure of Office Act. Um, so the House voted. They got their simple majority. Um, and then it moved on to the Senate. Um, the Senate then voted 35 to 19 to convict, which fall, uh, which fell one vote short of the required two-thirds. They needed 36 votes. They only got 35. Um, so he stayed in office. Um, there was technically 11 um, articles of impeachment. The biggest one was him violating the Tenure of Office Act. Once they failed to get that one, they took a, like a, a recess for three months or whatever to, um, or a couple weeks to uh, try and rally up that one vote that they needed, try to convince somebody of the 19 to turn. Um, but they were unable to, and then when they reconvened for the other 10 articles, um, they all voted 35 to 19. So, yeah, he stayed in office. But that is yeah. the closest we've ever gotten to um, impeaching somebody uh, all the way and, through the process of actually yeah. kicking them out of office. Yeah, so the best part of this really is just that he was like, fuck your act. And even the Senate at the same time was like, man, that's not like the worst thing ever. Cause it seems crazy to just directly violate an act and then not get like the majority vote, even the, the majority is 66% or whatever, but what the fuck? Why, how are you going to be the ones who enact this and then let him violate yeah, but, it and then not fully vote on it? I, yeah. This is one of those things where like impeachment is a very political thing. Um, even in the case of Andrew Johnson, he didn't really violate like a long-standing, he didn't violate the Constitution or something. Some like, shit they this, put in because of what he was doing. Yeah, this act was literally enacted because of what he had been doing. They didn't like it, so they were like, "No, screw you. We're gonna be. We're gonna tell you what you can and can't do, even though this has never been a thing before." Um, yeah. So. And um, maybe that's why it didn't pass because they were like, "Well, you guys just kind of made this shit up because of him." But so right. let's. Let's go on to uh, the two official impeachments. And then I just want to – supermajority is the best thing I've ever heard of. I don't know no, why so, you couldn't just say two-thirds or 66% or whatever you want to call it. But yeah. I'm going to start using supermajority in every – Nick, would you like the supermajority of my dick later on in December? Yeah, yeah obviously. I don't want to give you all third, of it because that would be ridiculous. But the supermajority yeah. of it you can have. I'll take two of the three inches for sure. <laughs> yeah, see? It's and it's super um, easy have to do that way. But yeah, so the only two presidents who've ever been officially impeached <clears throat> are Clinton and Johnson because the House voted to impeach them. Um Nixon resigned, of course, before he could be impeached, and then there was one more president probably who probably would have been. Who uh there's one more president who uh the impeachment proceedings I guess started and that's James Buchanan. Um there was a committee uh, that was set up to investigate him, but at the end of their investigation, they recommended that impeachment not be voted on, so nothing really came out of it. So, I mean, three of these four, Tricky Dick Nixon, uh, Johnson, and the dude who got his dick sucked in the White House, so uh, I like all three of them just based off those three things. Uh, I really don't know anything about the Buchanan one. Uh, what what was he being impeached for, do you know? Um, Just 
general corruption. Uh, I think that the committee, after they got done investigating, even though they recommended not impeaching him, uh, they said something along the lines of, like, Buchanan has the most corrupted or corruption in a presidency ever, um, which at the time wasn't very much because he was, like, the 11th president. So, Uh, Getting paid by the rich people. Our presidents would never do that today. No. So all of this... You have all of these cases, these previous cases of impeachment, um, all of these examples of how impeachment can go, um, other than actually having somebody impeached. It's never been done, at least to the president. There have been cases, so um, impeachment works beyond just the president. Um, The people that he appoints can be impeached, Um, members of Congress, both the House and the Senate. Um, can be impeached. Supreme Court justices can be impeached. Um, basically, anybody in the government can be thrown out. They all have different processes, but it remains the same as far as um, the House voting to impeach, impeach, and then the Senate voting to convict. Simple majority, super minor, or super majority. Everything's the same, except instead of the president, you're impeaching somebody else. Um, and it has happened before. I don't have any cases right in front of me to tell you the names of the people, but there have been senators and justices that have been impe- impeached. So just to tie everything back into where I guess we originally started, kind of. Uh, so Trump's hearings, uh, public hearings have started. Uh, what, I mean, what do you think the likelihood of anything coming out of this one is for, for our so, current president? So my prediction for this will be the House finishes their um, investigation. You have at least one article, probably two or three articles of impeachment um, being drafted. The House voting, the House getting their um, simple majority because all you need is – you would have to have Democrats that said, no, this is stupid. And I think so far only like three people, three Democrats have said, yeah, this is dumb. We're not voting to impeach him. Um, but the rest of them will probably fall into party lines. You won't have any Republicans uh, vote to impeach. There's Justin um, uh, Amish, which was a Republican, but now he's independent because he came out and was like, hey, we should impeach Trump. He's a terrible person. Came out of the closet. Here's here's why. Um, so now he's an independent because the Republicans don't want him anymore, and he's way too conservative of a person fiscally for the Democrats to accept. So he's over. just an independent now, um, but he'll more than likely vote to impeach. Um, so the House will be the House will say, "Yeah, we're impeaching him." It'll go to the Senate. Um, the Senate the Senate Republicans have a supermajority. Um, they would have to have, um, I think, two two Republicans in the Senate to turn against them, which they're not going to do. And chances are there will probably be a couple of Democrats who are in these like swing states that vote to um, not not convict. Um, I think it's going to be very short um, in the Senate. They'll vote not to impeach, and then. We'll probably start this process all over again if he gets reelected. Yeah, there'll be some if new shit that comes up. Find something else. So, 
I personally, I just don't like after looking at and reading the uh, transcript of the Ukraine phone call, there's just not any solid evidence to do anything within there. There's not, no, there's nothing it, you can like concrete for sure say like President Trump, he doesn't even hint at not giving aid through the whole thing. So it's, the, uh, I don't understand why this is the one they like dug their feet in and, and decided like this is where we're going to stand and say you can't do this because. No, there was he never says anything. So, there's so much else out there that he has done that you could probably hit him up for and impeach him and maybe even find a few senator Senate Republicans to be like, ah, yeah, maybe. But with this, you don't really have much other than he asked for an investigation shortly after he he brought up the fact that, hey, you haven't got any aid from us. Yeah. And then said, hey, you want to do us a favor? Like, that's that's what you have. Um, and then it doesn't matter what other people interpret that as. What matters at the end of the day is Trump never said, you're not going to get aid. Um, he never, it, not only did he, yeah, not only did he not say, hey, you're not going to get aid if you don't do this. He never even said, hey, you're not going to get aid. Or you have to do this. It was like, yeah. hey, you should investigate. Yeah, and, that's what I'm saying. Like, not only did he be like, "Hey, you have," or not say, "Hey, you have to investigate this, or you're not getting aid." There was never even a point in the conversation where he said, "You're not going to get aid." Um, yeah. So, I mean, there, to me, it's just grasping at straws, and then at, at the same time, it's just what, why, why choose this one? Like, why not? Wait? I mean, uh, I guess decide. if you're trying to, you're trying to. Uh, muddy up his name prior to the elections and shit but it if this is what you're oh. bringing to the table like is that really your best bet like yeah, shouldn't you think... look toward putting forward a a candidate that could potentially just beat him rather than trying yeah, so... to be like uh, he withheld he maybe withheld aid probably potentially yeah, so i think what happened was the democrats were like hey let's do this and then muddy his name before the election um, we yeah. know we're not going to we know we're not going to like actually get him to get impeached. But what we can do is be like, hey, man, this guy's dirty. You shouldn't vote for him. Um, but I think it's going to backfire because if anything, it's taken down Trump's biggest contender, who's the most moderate of any of the Dems, uh, Joe Biden. The rest of them are far left, which a lot of Americans don't like. So, um, or at least a lot of American voters and don't like. He was already having like age issues. Like him and Bernie are already on the cusp of people being like, I don't really want to elect this dude because he'll hit 80 in office. Yeah. Uh, so I think so I, there's already the that Democrat. going against him anyway. Yeah, I agree. Um, um, Joey, what do you think? I honestly think that it's just more of a political tool because since the re-election's coming up, uh, I think it may muddy Trump's name, it may muddy up Biden's name as well, but it could take the casual voters vote away from Trump. If yeah, like someone who doesn't actually into look into it. Hey, I agree. Yeah. So, because a lot, of, a lot of people these days like don't read into things. They just see like the main headlines and they're like, oh, well, I probably shouldn't vote for this dude because clearly they're trying to get rid of him for something. So take, take out this impeachment process. Say you had just found out about all of this stuff, but the Democrats weren't impeaching him, do you think that that would hurt him more than them actually trying to impeach him? Because I think that would have hurt him more, is making all of this stuff come out without actually impeaching him. But I think the fact that they're impeaching him, a lot of people see it as, 
Just MMP. a tool, just like he said. Yeah, just a tool. Whereas if this would have all came out that this was happening without him actually getting impeached, people would be like, oh, man, yeah, he does some dirty shit. So, yeah. No, I actually, I think you're totally right. There's no way, like, if this just slowly came out in the news, like, oh, there's, like, some weird phone calls. And, like, if the Democrats just didn't, just feed it to the media. You don't have to go through the impeachment process. You don't have to begin writing articles of impeachment. Just slowly feed it to the media to where, like, it becomes this, like, ah, this is weird. This is a really weird way of doing business. This is strange things you really wouldn't genuinely say. And let people make their own assumptions off of it. I think you're right. I think it also you so you have all these people testifying and these are all like career politicians like they've been with the state department since they were 20 and now they're in their 40s and 50s so you have all these people that Trump supporters already don't like like he ran on this campaign of draining the swamp and that is what he's been doing he's like firing all of these people that have been in the state department doing this job for years and years and years that have worked for like Bernie four presidents. Um, I mean, Bernie's an elected official. That's a yeah, not different. a state department, and, but someone yeah. who's been doing it for way too fucking long. Um, but yeah, so he ran on this promise and I think what Americans are saying that like Trump already are, yeah, these people are career politicians. These are the people that we don't like that are testifying against Trump. Yeah. Like, I don't think it helps we their take case. Their word it means- for it. So yeah. just one last, uh, do you think, and I, me and Nick have already talked about this, Joe, do you think that there is such thing as being too old to be the president? Did you say Jarrett instead of Joey? No, no I said Joe. Oh. I, see, this is a little tricky just because it's a very stressful job. And you've seen, like, especially with Obama, like he went in there looking super young and then eight years goes by and just completely changes him yeah he looks like 20 years older than what he actually is like if bernie made it he would probably last like two years and then just probably have a heart attack so i think bernie would only make it one year uh once taking office until he was 80 uh joe biden's 77 donald trump is still what i consider like probably too old uh he's 73 uh so and me and Nick had our discussion. So, Nick, if you think there is a age limit for president, how do you feel about being a senator or congressman of similar or above the age you would say for a president? Do you think that there should be any requirement there? So I think that you're misremembering. I said that there shouldn't be an age requirement to be president. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. I Other think that there should. The young side. I don't think the old side there should be um, That's because you're people know what they're heart. Now, people know what they're electing. If they're electing an 80-year-old Joe Biden who barely can remember his own name or talks about fighting <laughs> corn pop, uh, <laughs> then, then so be it. That's what they vote for. Um, that, that shouldn't even, like, I don't want a guy who does that kind of shit. Like, uh, But I understand your point. You know what you're getting when you're doing shit like that. Yeah, that too, and age sometimes is just a number like you look at trump and his I'm so afraid his, mom, of... <laughs> his mom his mom lived to be 88 his dad lived to be 93 i think his dad was very involved in um the business side of their family up until his late 80s trump could easily live to be well into his 90s and yeah it could never be but suffer it... 
And then you could have somebody who's 50 who suffers from early onset dementia or early uh, onset Alzheimer's. So you never know, like, that's why instead of an age, there should just be like a health requirement. Yeah. Are you fit? Like, you should probably get a physical. Um, But and I think we talked about that, that that there's I mean, how many doctors who work for the president or for the white office are going to be like, this dude's fucking going crazy. That's so uh, that's okay. Would you be able to get an independent person who doesn't have political views? No. So it's, I don't know if it's a process you could fix, but I I get what you're saying. So probably the best example that we have is um, FDR. When FDR was in office before he died, um, his wife was doing a lot of the work um, in the background because FDR's health was suffering. So he wasn't able to do um, as much um, as what a president should be able to do. So his wife was taking a lot of the responsibilities. Um, his wife, sorry, his wife cousin, because he was technically his cousin. Um, when they got married, she didn't have to change her last name. That's convenient. Um, yeah, but yeah, so she, uh, <laughs> she was doing a lot of the background, like, uh, work or whatever that a president normally does. And he was just making like the public speeches and stuff like that but she was meeting with like the dignitaries diplomats and telling them what they should do Um, obviously these days that would not happen Um, no I don't think it would get that far anymore you're too much in the public exactly the media would be all over it Um, that is why though we have um, the line of succession like if the president becomes too um, I guess he yeah, like can't do his the, duties anymore. You have the Twenty Fifth Amendment, which allows the cabinet to vote to say, "Hey, this guy is not uh, competent. We we should let the vice president take over." And then, if he dies for health reasons or has to resign for health reasons or whatever, you have that vice president to uh, take over for him. I yeah. mean, at the like, you could have the healthiest person ever. Abraham Lincoln was fairly healthy, but he died. Um, yeah. We've I mean, had people. We've had a circumstances. Gar, Garfield died at, while in office. Um, so I don't know that age should necessarily play too much of a factor in it. But I think it's obvious when a person isn't fit to be president, and Joe Biden is the uh, is obviously probably not fit to be president because of his. Um, if he can't handle the stressors of a campaign, he definitely can't handle the stressors of the presidency. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I just want to go over one last thing that I had no idea until just now. Uh, did you know that Hillary's middle name is Rodham? Yeah, Rodham. What the fuck? How did I never know this? I mean, I don't really look into her middle name very often. I just happen to be like looking through some shit while we're going over this. Uh, Rodham, would you name your kid Rodham or give him uh, your middle name's Eiler? I don't know why I'm fucking asking you. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure it's probably a family name or something that she something has. Um, yeah, um, I don't think it's that out of the ordinary to have a weird middle name. A lot of people yeah, have a well, weird middle name. Well, of course you don't. <laughs> so, to close, me and Nick would both get our dicks sucked by Teddy Roosevelt, and Joey is a weirdo and chose Abraham Lincoln. 
Uh, I think that that's all we have for our impeachment episode. This did bring up, I do want to go over like a presidential conspiracies at some point uh, because of our talks about presidents dying in office. Uh, do you have any last words, Nick? Um, no, other than thank you to the maybe one or two people that get to this point in the episode. Lou? Lou, if you're still listening, this is a Lou Tang Clan shout out. (laughs) Does he listen? Yeah. And uh, Joey's going to join us for our weekly pickums, and we'll have Ryan as per usual for the weekly pickums as well. Uh, And again, like Nick said, thank you for listening. Yeah, we'll see you guys next time.